here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea. All right, welcome back, all you Exploring Mind and Body listeners out there. This is going to be a full episode, and we're talking to Mark Sisson, who is the founder of Primal Blueprint. Now, Mark is an absolute staple in the fitness community, and I love what he has to say from his philosophy to how he works out and you know his you know his background and how he evolved as a I guess a teacher or a coach in the industry um, and, and there there's a website called marksdailyapple.com and that is uh, one of the highest visited sites in this um, primal type of paleo industry so I'm super excited to have Mark on the show he op- offers invaluable information and I'm so grateful he shared some of his time with us so stay right there we got all that coming up on this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, uh, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body, all you listeners out there. Today I'm excited. We have a guest for you, and it's Mark Sisson. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. It's our pleasure. So, Mark, I want to talk about Primal Blueprint. Um, it seems like you're doing all kinds of fantastic things with your community there. Um how did you, I guess we should give our, our listeners a chance to resonate with you. How did you get into, um, how'd, you, how'd you get into this? I know you started with uh, long distance running and then you, you kind of moved on to helping others live healthier lifestyles. How did that, how did that start? Well, I'm always interested in health and fitness from a very early age. Um, voracious reader of, uh, consumer of, of health books and, and whatnot in the early part of my life and got the notion that, uh, in order to be healthy, uh, you had to do a lot of aerobic exercise, and uh, you had to eat a very complex carbohydrate-based diet. So I plunged in at the age of 12, 13, 14, and started running uh, tremendous amounts of, of miles uh, and consuming tremendous amounts of carbohydrate as part of my diet. Um, and over the years, I became a pretty good runner and uh, finished fifth in the U.S. National Championships in the marathon in 1980. and uh, placed fourth at the Ironman in Hawaii one year. Um, so I was fit. I could race. I could run fast. I could ride a bike fast. But I noticed that my original intention, which was to be healthy, was suffering, um, partly from the miles that I was doing and partly from the diet that was creating uh, the opportunity for my body to become inflamed and uh, opening up uh, areas of uh, of um, ill health like osteo arthritis and irritable bowel syndrome and um, multiple uh, sinus infections every year and things like uh, heartburn that shouldn't have been bothering me. So, you know, I, I, I retired at the ripe old age of 29 and started looking at how could I, I shouldn't say I retired from everything, I retired from competition. <laughs> I'm still working very hard now, but uh, retired from competition in 20, at 29. And I uh, started looking at ways in which I could be that healthy person I always wanted to be um, on the possibility of changing my diet and putting in far less mileage than I was putting in. Uh, and that really prompted me to start challenging conventional wisdom and, and looking at ways in which the body responds to the foods we eat and the types of exercise we choose to do and how much sleep we get and how much sun exposure we're, we're allowing ourselves. And this, over the years, now it's been you know, uh, 30 plus years of this sort of investigation, 
I've arrived at a, as a, as a, at a set of guidelines I call the Primal Blueprint, uh, guidelines that just about everybody can use to reorient their genetic recipe, if you will, in a way that will rebuild them, renew them, regenerate them, recreate them on a daily basis based on turning on certain genetic switches, turning on switches that burn fat and build muscle and create more energy and, and uh, allow for clearer thinking, and then turning off some of those genetic switches that might have predisposed us to cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and things like that, turning off the genetic switches um, you know, that would have us just gain weight and not be energetic. Uh, and uh, over the years, we've come up with this. Um, I, I started with a, with a website called Mark's Daily Apple, which is now the largest, uh, well, most well-trafficked site in the paleo ancestral health world. Um, this is the, uh, the world that looks at evolution and, and uh, modern genetic science as the sort of uh, the clues to these hidden genetic switches. And uh, that's become my, my mission, is to educate people on how they can achieve for themselves the goals they set with regard to being leaner, stronger, fitter, happier, and healthier. So how many million people did you set out to reach? Uh, well, so I said as my mission statement that I wanted to reach 10 million people and, right. and help them understand the immense power they had uh, over their own health. And um, I, joke, I joke these days that I set that goal... Uh, eight years ago, and I think I surpassed it already, so I was probably a little uh, conservative on my goal setting. I probably needed to add a zero to that. So did people think that you were um, out of your mind when you said you wanted to reach so many people? Yeah, I mean, initially, my you know my close circle of friends said, well, that's really nice, Mark. You know, that's <laughs> a nice little goal, and you go ahead and you try. And, and uh, you know, now uh, we haven't exceeded that yet, but we're so, so quickly closing in on that that uh, that will require raising the bar at some point in the near future, I'm sure. Right. So, you know, something I wanted to ask you was, is your training right now. I looked at your, your training regimen. Are you, you're still doing that? I'd imagine your daily apples updated frequently. Um, can you share with our our listeners what kind of workout regimen that you, you're Yeah, I mean, in? it's really, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a mere fraction of what it was in my heyday. Uh, and the irony is, uh, my goal now, at the age of 61, is to do as little as possible in the way of actual hard workout effort so that I can spend more time playing. So I only spend two sessions in the gym or at some uh, facility where I'm putting myself through a full-body routine twice a week, and rarely more than 35 minutes of that. But it's very intense. So, so twice a week I work out quite intensely that way. Um, I play ultimate uh, frisbee. I don't know if you're... Uh, if your listeners have experience with that game, but it's a very fast-paced game and uh, a lot of fun. So I play ultimate twice a week now, and there's a tremendous amount of sprinting uh, and and sort of uh, high-intensity metabolic conditioning work that goes with that. So that's my other major workout, and yet it's not really a workout. I never show up going, oh, geez, this is going to be a workout. I always show up with a big smile on my face going, this is going to be great. This will be fun. This will be so much so cool. And then I... You know, I do some stand-up paddling once or twice a week, uh, hour or two at a time. Again, all contemplated to be fun. None of it contemplated to be to be considered in the realm of a workout. So um, th- that really forms the basis of my working out routine. The irony here is that as a career marathoner in the early part of my life, where I was running a hundred miles a week uh, for up to uh, almost seven years, um, 
I haven't run a mile in about 13 years. Now, when I mean I haven't run a mile, I haven't stopped to put on shoes to head out the door and run nonstop for, for a mile or more in 13 years. Now, when I'm playing Frisbee, I'm running probably four or five miles during that game, but it's, it's stop and go, it's, it's sprinting and jogging, and it's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, I don't understand what you're saying. So uh, you were a um, highly competitive athlete in running long distances, so I know you do different workouts now, but do you miss that long duration of running at all? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> uh, once I put that out of my mind, um, now I have a tough time even contemplating that what it takes to um, to focus that hard on on a rote, steady, non-fun activity. And I know some people who jog think it's you know for them it's it's a form of meditation and it's fun. And it was for me. Um, it wasn't fun, but it was a form of meditation. It was a form of self-expression. It was a way to measure my fitness uh, against myself and against others. And all those things have value, but it it, it wasn't fun. And so these days I. I just have no inclination whatsoever to hop in a 5K or a 10K and test myself or to, to do it. You know, I, like I might go for a long hike and maybe a pretty arduous hike, and I have fun doing that, and I might do it for time, but I'm not running. I'm, I'm hiking hard, and I might break into a jog a little bit, but that's about the closest I come to getting into that headspace where I really, truly uh, enjoy it. Otherwise... Um, you know, when I'm out on the ocean paddling for two hours, and I'm paddling pretty hard, you know, I'm playing with the dolphins, I'm looking down at stingrays and sharks and hanging out with the seals, and it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a much different experience from uh, this, you know, plodding, rote, rote, uh, one foot ahead of the other kind of thing that running was for me. Exploring Mind and Body is brought to you in part by DNALifeCoaching.com. You know what to do in order to reach your goals. Why aren't you doing it? Why are your dreams and wishes always waiting on the back burner? Don't just be, be your best. Contact Natalie today at DNALifeCoaching.com. Mark, let's get into nutrition here. I know a lot of people... It's a growing community, but a lot of people aren't exactly sure maybe what paleo is or the evolution of what what the beliefs are around the primal blueprint. Yeah, so the the broad term paleo diet refers to um, an eating strategy that looks at how our genes evolved over two and a half million years and what our genes expect in the way of food inputs and how those food inputs um, flip certain genes on or off. So. We, we use the um, anthropology and paleobiology as sort of a source of the clues. Well, what should we be eating based on, our, on the diet of humans for the last two and a half million years? And it turns out that it certainly isn't processed sugars, processed grains, um, industrial seed oils, and things like that. We've, we've begun to see in the research that those things can increase inflammation and cause all, all sorts of problems, including autoimmune diseases. Um, we looked at as a you know, as a group, the paleo and ancestral health world looks at grains and says, wait a minute, you know, humans have only had access to um, plentiful supplies of grains for the last 10,000 years, and grains are, in some regards, antithetical to health. Uh, our digestive tracts have not had an opportunity to, to evolve or adapt to consuming grains without 
issue. So many people have celiac disease, many people have gluten intolerance, many people have other issues with, with certain elements of grains. Uh, so we tend to stay away from grains. We, so, you know, if you look at the, at the list of what you can eat or what you are encouraged to eat on the primal blueprint, it's meat, fish, fowl, eggs, nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruit, but it doesn't include um, grains, refined processed sugars, and industrial seed oils like canola, um, safflower, sunflower, soybean oil, uh, really highly processed oils like that. Now, we do eat lots of butter, uh, lots of um, olive oil, uh, macadamia nuts, um, really, you know, avocados, good sources of healthy fats. Uh, we eat, you know, when I say we eat meat, there's a spectrum. We don't, we, we, we're not big fans of of the industrialized meat, the, the concentrated animal feedlot operation meat that would finish beef in crowded quarters with, you know, with grains and things like that. We're looking for grass-fed beef. We're looking for hormone and antibiotic-free uh, sources of, of meat. But, yeah, the basis of it is sort of, for lack of a better term, it's, it's like, okay, replicating the caveman diet to a certain extent. So I like how you said um, crit- critically thinking or... or, or have more insight or research of what you're, you know, what people have been telling you. Um, does this go against the norm in every way of what we've been taught 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Well, you know, maybe 20 or 30 years ago, it, it, it does. It, it flies in the face of conventional wisdom. But what we're seeing more and more now um, is sort of a recognition that we're on the right track. So, you know, Time Magazine in the U.S. Uh, last month, uh, had its cover article was eat more butter because it was determined that saturated fat is not the proximate cause of heart disease and high cholesterol and cholesterol in your diet is not the cause of heart disease. There are other issues. This morning, um, I just read in the Wall Street Journal uh, front page news that uh, you know that that salt. And that recent studies. I mean, I've known this for a while, but that now they're they're coming to the same conclusion that salt is not the culprit in the American diet that we thought it was that, in fact, um, people who consume too little salt have more problems than was, was anticipated. So here we're looking at 40, 50 years of recommendations from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and I don't, I don't know what the, you know, the Canadian uh, uh, analog of that would be suggesting, but I, I would assume it follows pretty closely. And you know, the recommendations are 6 to 11 servings of grains as the basis of your diet. Well, we're, we're way beyond that now, and we recognize that that's probably antithetical to health. The Food pyramid would have suggested stay away from saturated fat. Now we're finding that saturated fat is not the enemy. Uh, the food pyramid would have said reduce salt intake. Now we're finding that salt that it, salt is not the enemy. That you know, with, again, all of this within moderation uh, gets us to this point where it's incumbent upon every individual to learn as much about nutrition uh, as possible and to make your own decision and not rely on some government agency or even your doctor who maybe had six hours of nutrition education in a six-year training program. And that's really my job at, at my website, Mark's Daily Apple, is to provide access to this sort of information so that you, the viewer, the reader, can, can glean this information and then start to incorporate some of these new strategies into your own life with the idea that if you say you want to be lean, strong, fit, happy, healthy, productive, and so on, that I can perhaps guide you in a way that's going to give you, at the very least, a, a greater likelihood that you will arrive at your goal. Yeah, I like how your your, uh, your mission is to empower people and for them to take responsibility for their own health. 
because I think far too much, too many of us believe that whatever information we're given, it's their fault for for giving it to us. Or you know, or people assume that they're doomed because their parents had some, you know, passed on some bad set of genes. And and yeah, there's there's some genetic predispositions to certain issues, but none of those genetic predispositions, or very few of them, are a guarantee that you will you will get what your parents got. Um, quite often, you'll I, I'll meet people who say, "Well, geez, my, you know, my dad died at uh, 52 of a heart attack. His brother died at 49 of a heart attack. Therefore, I'm doomed." No, they quite likely made some pretty inappropriate food choices over a lifetime that manifested themselves in a way that increased the risk of heart disease. But that does not doom you, provided you understand what you're what you're dealing with. You can make some choices that I almost will guarantee you'll never you won't die from a heart attack. You know, you'll, there may be, you know, you, you may live a long, healthy, fit, productive life, never having once had any of these brushes with death. But it's, so that's the, that's the empowerment, is to, is to recognize the immense uh, effect that your choices have, not just over a lifetime, but on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I can take somebody who's recently diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, you know, who's got blood sugars are out of whack, and within... I don't know, within six weeks, I can effectively have your, have your doctor pronounce you non-diabetic and, and you know, med-free, um, provided you undertake some of these relatively easy lifestyle interventions. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, they're not, it, this does not require some monastic, um, you, know, you know, obeyance to some dogmatic, long, you know, long-term strategy. It's basically making some choices off one list and not making choices off another list. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when we start taking responsibility for our own health. Mark, something I enjoyed reading was your philosophy in a nutshell around health. Um, we, we're uh, we're going to close things up here pretty quick, so this will be our last segment, but I think this is fantastic. I, I personally agree with some of what you have to say here. So um, can you talk about just the basics of your f- philosophy over health? Well, my, my number one philosophy is we're here on this planet to enjoy life. And the number one priority in enjoying life is to be free from disease and to be healthy enough to move through space and move through your life and interact with your friends without suffering from uh, pain or, or from some form of illness that's causing you to not fully explore your life. Having said that, I'm also a big fan of a rather hedonistic approach, and that would be with regard to diet. I enjoy every bite of food I ever eat, so I don't put anything in my mouth that I'm not looking forward to consuming. I just, again, choose to do so from a list of, of certain foods while avoiding others. Um, in terms of exercise, I long since regarded exercise as way too much work for the benefits. So my philosophy with exercise is find things that, are, that you can do that are fun that would, be, that would count as exercise whether it's uh, you know, playing in the backyard with your kids or whether it's uh, you know, going for a hike or playing you know, like I do ultimate frisbee or, or you know, I do snowboarding uh, in the winter. I love snowboarding. It's a great workout. It's a lot of fun. It's not, it's not what I would call training. So find ways to orchestrate your life so that you extract the greatest amount of pleasure and stay healthy in the process. All right, uh, Mark, where can we direct people to find more information about you and, and what you do? Uh, the website is markdailyapple.com. Um, as the uh, name suggests, we post something every day uh, that will enlighten you with regard to health, fitness, diet, exercise, medicine, and so on. 
or you can go to primalblueprint.com, which is our uh, product site, and find out about some of our books and, uh, and products and, and other things like that. Mark, you guys are always doing something new, it seems like. Are, are you, uh, do you guys have any new projects you want to share or plug? Absolutely. Right? So we just introduced the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification Program. So anybody who's in the health field out there, doctors, chiropractors, uh, trainers, dietitians, this is an online course where you can demonstrate your knowledge of the Primal Blueprint and the technologies that we employ to assist people in getting control of their health. Uh, that's the Primal Blueprint Expert Certification Program, and that's available at primalblueprint.com. Wonderful, Mark. We're going to link everything in the show notes um, on exploringmindandbody.com. I'll send that over to you, and you're certainly welcome to share that with your people. I will do so. Um, again, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I know you got, you're busy. you got all kinds of things going on. Thanks for sharing your information and being a part of Exploring Mind and Body with us. Thank you, Drew. Take care. Take care. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. again from Mark for joining us on the show and offering such valuable information to our listeners. I hope you enjoyed that show. And there's going to be more information on the show notes, exploringmindandbody.com forward slash Primal Blueprint. And we're going to have all kinds of tips and suggestions and links that Mark talked about in the show. Before I let you go, a quick shout out to our sponsor, Complete Truth Protein. Um, we're offering uh, 15% off any two-pound bag. So head over to uh, completetruthprotein.com slash shop. Any two-pound bag, enter the code word EMB for exploring mind and body, and you're going to get 15% off. This is a whole food, plant-based supplement, and this is you get a perfect gluten-free flour. It's GMO-free, soy-free, dairy-free, dairy-free, and gluten-free. And uh, it's a perfect balance of nutrients to get into your body. So uh, check that out at completetruthprotein.com. Um, that's it. I mean, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I hope you've been enjoying the short uh, blog post I've been reading. Always moving forward and looking to get better with the show. Um, thank you for your shares and likes and downloads. All that means so much to keep moving forward and, and improving the show. Uh, if you get a chance, check me out on Instagram. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm I'm gonna be posting all kinds of, of new things, with, from meals to interviews to me in the studio, and I want to thank Avina Originals for uh, being a part of the show as well. So check out AvinaOriginals.com. Uh, I just got back from a conference with them. That was the Revitalize Health Conference, and I was so grateful to be a part of that. So uh, Avina Originals is right here in Central Alberta. They're located in Red Deer. And they have free consultations, and, and they're great people. They're, they're so so cool to be a part of that. So they offer all kinds of health services and products. So check them out at alvinaoriginals.com. Thanks to Jameson for my edits, and thanks again to you for tuning in. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. 
Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.